the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Findlay explains from where our strength and confidence comes in times of trouble. God alone can give us peace. When you know God, you receive peace that enables you to face unusual circumstances with joy. What's troubling you in your life? What's really stressing you out? What's giving you worry and anxiety? When you know God, He gives you perfect peace. The power of prayer should never be underestimated because it draws on the glory and uh, might of our Creator God. Uh, Daniel 4.35 proclaims, All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. He does according to His will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. No one can restrain His hand or say to Him, What have you done? And then in James chapter 4, we read, The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. But remember, the power of prayer is not the result of the person who prays. The power of prayer resides in the God to whom he's praying. Well, the prophet Daniel knew that, and this is why he would never stop praying to the holy God of Israel, even if it might cost him his life. More on that next on Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365. Our teacher is Pastor Mark Findlay. Mark has years of ministry experience as a pastor and author and television and radio speaker and serves as the associate director of Hope Lives 365. Today, Pastor Mark is wrapping up a special study. It's actually from a larger series called Unsealing the Secrets of Daniel. Right now, looking at having confidence in the crisis in which we witness in Daniel's story that prayer to God was the key to faithful, obedient living. Here's Pastor Mark Findlay. Daniel chapter 6. When the king saw in Daniel that man of honesty and integrity, he thought of making him president over the whole realm. Now, what do you think the other two presidents and the princes may have thought of this? They were jealous. And so they began to develop a plan. We find that in Daniel 6 and verse 4. So the governors and satraps princes sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But the more they tried, the more they could find nothing. Daniel was a man of integrity. Daniel had nothing to hide. So the scripture says, Daniel 6 verse 8, Now, O king, establish the decree, sign the writing so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which does not alter. Now, here's what they knew, that if they could get the king to sign that writing, that according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, it could not be changed, even by the king, because it was an indelible law. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. And in his upper room, with his windows open toward Jerusalem, What did he do? 
He knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as was his custom since the early days. The decree did not influence Daniel. Didn't influence him at all. Why not? Because he knew that where there was no prayer, there was no power. He knew that his strength came from God. Daniel would not allow his obedience to Darius break up his relationship with God. Daniel knew that if he stopped praying, he would have no power, no power to deal with the issues in the Medo-Persian Empire. So Daniel went home and prayed. Daniel went home and sought God. He's kneeling by himself. His windows are open toward Jerusalem and he's praying. And here are these conniving, jealous princes. And they're crawling on their hands and knees. They're hiding behind the bushes. They're looking up at Daniel saying, there he is, there he is, there is. What a contrast. One has his windows open in transparency and the other hiding behind bushes. They see Daniel praying. What do they do? The Bible tells us, Daniel 6 verse 12, they went before the king and spoke concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree that every man who petitions any god or man within 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, the thing is true. And what do they do? They say, we've got him now. We've got Daniel exactly where we want him. So in Daniel 6, what we really have is an illustration That's going to be played out in the book of Revelation. So Daniel is facing a death decree. At end times, a death decree. Daniel will not violate the commandments of God. The first commandment says, Thou shalt not have any other gods before me. Daniel won't violate those. Daniel will not worship in the prescribed way. So in the last days of verse history, God's people won't worship in the prescribed way. They won't worship the beast. They worship the creator. They will not violate the commandments of God. They are in full allegiance to God in spite of the death decree. So what happens to Daniel? The Bible says that in the last days, a human leader, too, is going to unite church and state. He's going to pass a decree that forbids genuine worship. What happens to Daniel? Daniel 6, verse 12. They went before the king, and they spoke concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree that every man who petitions any god or man within 30 days except you, O king shall be cast into the den of lions. The king answered and said, the thing is true. According to the law of the Medes and the Persians, that does not alter. See, what's more important, the law of the Medes and Persians, the law of God? And then what do they say? They say, so they answered and said before the king, that Daniel, who's one of the captives from Judah, see, they're downplaying Daniel, does not show due regard for you, O king. See, what's they talking about? This Daniel. This Daniel, who is a rebel rouser, he's he's making trouble. He's stirring up difficulty. He doesn't respect the laws of the land. He doesn't respect you, O king. What does the Bible then say? It says, or the decree that you've signed, but makes his petition three times a day. So they try to paint Daniel as one who is in opposition to the king, one who's not obedient to the state laws. Now, the king is in a very difficult position because he's learned to respect Daniel. Had he not learned to respect Daniel, he would have not put Daniel as one of the three presidents and wouldn't have been considering to put Daniel in charge of the entire realm, as the Bible says. So he's learned to respect Daniel. He's learned to appreciate Daniel. He's learned that Daniel is a man of sterling integrity and of 
of, of, of honest character. He does not want to lose him. But he knows he's signed a law that cannot be altered. To try to change that law would have put the king's throne in all of Medo-Persia in jeopardy. So in Daniel 6 verse 14, the Bible says, the king, when he heard these words, was greatly displeased with himself. In other words, he knew he had been fooled. He knew he had been duped. He knew that they had tricked him. He set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. He labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. He tries to figure out, is there any way? He calls in his legal specialists. He calls in his best minds, his most brilliant thinkers. And they say, King, you cannot do this. King, it's not possible. So that night he goes home. Then these men approached the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it's the law of the Medes and Persians. See, they appeal to the law. That no decree or statute which is the king established may be changed. So they're saying, King, you can't even change this law. So the king gave the command. And they brought Daniel and cast him into a den of lions. But the king spake, saying to Daniel, Your God, who you serve continually, he will deliver you. Even the king knew in the power of God. Even the king knew that God could work a miracle. Pastor Mark Findlay on the reputation of the God of Daniel being so mighty that even the ruler of the Medes, the pagan king Darius who had ordered every citizen of the kingdom to bow down and worship only his golden statue, believed this God could save Daniel from harm in the lion's den. You're listening to Hope Lives 365. Lately, our world has been experiencing a lot of hardship, financial, unemployment struggles, disrupted routines, serious illness for many, the loss of loved ones. But beyond those painful troubles is our loving God, the source of our hope, And that's the theme of a small book by Pastor Chris Holland called Hope for a Helpless Planet. You know, everywhere we turn today, uh, people are hurting. There is war and disease and political upheaval and much change. The economy that's been severely hurt by the pandemic. Uh, This uh, planet of ours is filled with people desperate for hope. But the good news is that Jesus has promised to return to us and bring us to where he is. Well, in Chris Holland's book, Hope for a Helpless Planet, he shares the promise of the Lord's return and how we can be ready to meet him. Ask for your personal copy, Hope for a Helpless Planet. It's yours in return for a gift of any amount to the ministry. You can give by going online or by calling us. The toll-free number is 855-888-HOPE. That's 855-888-4673. Or you can give online and request the book, Hope lives365.com. Keep that uh, web address in mind because that's the same place to go to hear today's message again. It's titled Confidence in the Crisis. And for a nominal fee, remember that you can download your own personal audio copy. Hopelives365.com is the place. Hopelives365.com. Coming up, Pastor Mark is sharing the next part of the story of Daniel and how to have confidence in the crisis when the king rushes to the den of lions to find out if Daniel had survived the night. Then the king arose very early in the morning and he went in haste to the lion's den. Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Stay with us for more Hope Lives 365.
Welcome back to Hope Lives 365. A little later, I'll share details about Mark Finley's book, Understanding Daniel and Revelation. It's a chapter-by-chapter commentary on these two prophetic books, a great volume you'll want to have in your own home. Right now, though, Pastor Mark is sharing his own face-to-face confrontation with a real live lion in order to make a bigger impact when telling the story of Daniel in the lion's den. And he compares the lions that Daniel faced with the roaring dangers of the flesh, the ungodly emotions, the desires that can attack us without warning. Here's Pastor Mark Findlay. Incidentally, have you ever hugged a lion? You know, when I was with It Is Written Television, and I never do Daniel chapter 6 without remembering my experience with the lion. When I was with It Is Written Television for those 14 years, we were doing a series on Daniel in the lion's den. And my mentor, Pastor George Vanneman, said, but Pastor Mark, I think we should make chapter 6 of Daniel really interesting. Why don't we rent a lion from Hollywood and bring that lion into the studio, and why don't you tape with the lion? I didn't know whether that was a good idea or not, you know, but we agreed. Now, there are two working lions, at least there were at that period of time, in Hollywood. You know the lion that does the, did the MGM programs? You hear the big roar. And there's another lion that did Cadbury chocolates commercials. Well, anyway, one of those lions' name was Joseph. So they brought the lion into our studio. The night before I was to work with the lion and tape the program on Daniel chapter 6. So they bring the lion in. Everybody was cleared out of the studio, even the camera people. And the lion trainer brought him in, and he was on a chain. He was kind of pulling him along, and I was there in the studio with this lion trainer. And the lion trainer had a big hunk of meat on his side. And so he said to me, now, I don't want you to be nervous at all. I said, okay, sir. And he he unchained the lion, and the lion kind of was looking at me, and I wasn't looking at him too much. But the lion, you know, and and he took this thing of meat. He said, now, Pastor Mark, you don't have to worry. And he took this big hunk of bloody meat and he threw it across the uh, studio, and, he, and the lion jumped on it. He just grabbed that thing. He said, now look, if anything happens, I'll just take my meat out and throw him, and he'll come after the meat, not after you. And I thought, yeah, this is going to be great. So then he was teaching me how to approach the lion. He said, you never want to walk up to the lion when he's looking at you. Now, I'm telling you this in case you meet a lion tomorrow, see. So anyway, he said, you don't want to walk up straight and look at the lion, because when you look at him eye to eye, He thinks you're going to attack him. I said, don't worry, I'm not. He said, look, he'll jump right on you. So you always come to the side. So you come around the side, and he said, I want you to get real close. And so I was kind of like, at first, like this, you know, I'm kneeling down and saying, nice lion, nice lion, you know. But then finally, uh, he said, closer, closer. So I got, you know, this thing was about 500 plus to 600 pounds. And I can still remember my heart beating. Uh, and I put my legs right into him, you know, and I could feel the warmth of that line. And he said, just stroke him, stroke him. And if he, if he really likes what you're doing, he's going to flip over and open his mouth, but don't get nervous. So in practice, he didn't. But the next day, we were taping live, and I'm stroking him, stroking him. And he flipped over and opened his mouth. We couldn't use that take because I almost died. I thought I would. I mean, you won't imagine when you are that close to a lion... And he's face to face with his mouth open. You know, it was really funny because one of my friends, 
said to me, you looked a little nervous on that uh, set when you were taping with the lion. I said, yeah, good thing you weren't taping with him. You'd had a heart attack, you know. It's easy not to be nervous when you're not taping. But Daniel was thrown in with lions, not a lion, but lions, and they weren't as tame as my lion, and these lions were fierce. And the Bible says, so the king gave the command, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spake, saying to Daniel, your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no musicians were brought before him, and his sleep went from him. You know, I imagine the king Darius walks into this palatial estate, this magnificent palace, and he walks in, you know, and they begin to play the royal orchestra begins to play. He says, no music tonight. They bring him his, his tea and his evening meal. I don't want anything to eat tonight. His, they give him his royal pajamas. He puts on those silk pajamas, but he tosses and turns all night. He doesn't sleep. And I imagine him there. His head is pounding. Sweat's coming down his face. His stomach is in knots. It's all torn up because he knows that he's put an innocent man into the lion's den. I imagine Daniel is in the lion's den. And he puts his head on some big cat and he falls asleep that night. Daniel's in that lion's den and there with those lions, Jesus is in there with him. And every lion's mouth is shut. Jesus can shut the lion's mouths that roar in your ears. When the lion roars in your ears, the lion of anger, the lion of bitterness, the lion of lust, the lion of dishonesty, the lion of impatience, the lion of unkindness, the lion of intemperance. You know, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, the devil walketh about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. When the lion roars in your ear, Jesus is a lion tamer. You know, the other thing that I think about is this. Peace comes from God, not from things. Daniel's in a stinky, smelly, dirty lion's den. He's there, his stinky, smelly, dirty lion's den. And as he's there, he falls asleep. And the king is in some wealthy palace, and he has everything that money can buy, everything to tempt the taste and delight the eye. But this king can't sleep. Things never provide you with peace. Peace, peace. Coming down from the Father above. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon thee, because he trusts in thee. God alone can give us peace. When you know God, you receive peace that enables you to face unusual circumstances with joy. What are you going through in your life now? What's troubling you in your life? What's really stressing you out? What's giving you worry and anxiety? When you know God, he gives you perfect peace. The Bible says, Daniel 6 verse 19, Then the king arose very early in the morning, and he went in haste to the lion's den. The king has had a sleepless night, and Daniel has slept all night. The king comes to the lion's den. And when he had come to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spake, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Daniel speaks out, 
My God has sent his angel to shut the lion's mouths so that they have not hurt me. I love the way the Psalms puts it. The angel of the Lord campeth round about them that fear him and delivers them. God sends his angels at the right time to deliver us in the greatest conflicts and crisis of our life. When the lions roar in your ears and they roar in your life, God is a lion tamer. And those wicked men were thrown into the lion's den and immediately consumed. Pastor Mark Findlay with a message of encouragement concerning the source of our peace that gives us the strength to face the circumstances of life with joy. You're listening to Hope Lives 365. Pastor Mark is back in a moment, but first I want to share that information with you about a study, a way to study this book of Daniel and also the book of Revelation, a great resource to have, and it's right now yours in return for your significant contribution to Hope Lives 365. This is Mark Fendley's book, Understanding Daniel and Revelation, a chapter-by-chapter commentary of these two prophetic books drawn from Pastor Mark's four decades of studying the Word of God. Every chapter focuses on the living Christ and His ability to change lives. Although the world may seem out of control, maybe yours seems that way, well, prophecy reveals a God who is still in control. And Mark Finley's book contains the secret to unlocking these ancient predictions. In return for your generous gift of $50 or more, please ask for your copy of this thought-provoking volume called Understanding Daniel and Revelation by Mark Finley. Get in touch today by going online or by calling our toll-free number. The web address is hopelives365.com. You can also make your donation and request the book by calling 855 888 Hope. That is toll free, 855 888 HOPE. Remember that we'd love to hear from you and learn how the study in Daniel has helped you. Write to Hope Lives 365, Post Office Box 118, Haymarket, Virginia 20168. And remember, too, that you can hear today's message again or even download the audio file for yourself at HopeLives365.com. Our lives are in the hands of God. He tamed the lions then, and He can tame the wicked, vicious forces against us in the future. We are secure in His hands. In a moment, Pastor Mark will close out today's program of Hope Lives 365. And we're back with Hope Lives 365 and a closing word from Pastor Mark Findlay about the God who offers security and power to overcome when faced with trouble. And then a final prayer of hope and faith. Here's Pastor Mark Findlay. In the last days of verse history, when church and state unite, in the last days of verse history, when God has men and women that are faithful to him, And through his grace and by his power, keep his commandments. God will divinely protect them. He will provide them with nourishment as he did with Elijah when the ravens brought him food. As he did with the Israelites as they wandered in the wilderness and the rock opened and they got water. And as the bread rained down, the manna rained down from heaven. God will miraculously protect them. 
when the death decree is eventually passed to destroy God's people, God will enter in to the arena of human affairs. The earth will shake, lightning will flash from east to the west, and Jesus will come streaming down the card of the sky. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. There is troublous times coming. There's perilous times coming. There's difficult times coming. But Jesus said, don't be looking at those perilous times. Men's hearts failing for fear, Luke 21. But Jesus said, when you see these things come to pass, look up because your redemption draweth nigh. We are in the hands of God. Our lives are in the hands of God. He tamed the lions then and he can tame the wicked, vicious forces against us in the future. We are secure in his hands. We are safe in his hands. Would you like to say, Jesus, I want to surrender you my life like Daniel did. I want to give you my life because I know that I am safe and secure in the arms of Jesus. Let's pray. Father in heaven, how we thank thee that we are safe, we are secure now and forever in the arms of Jesus. May we be faithful. And may the lessons of Daniel echo and re-echo in our minds, leading us to faithfulness to you. In Christ's name, amen. Well, from all of us here at Hope Lives 365, Happy New Year. It's been our pleasure to bring these messages from Pastor Mark Findlay, the series Unsealing the Secrets of Daniel. Learn more by going to hopelives365.com. And thanks for listening to Hope Lives 365.